0: What's going on and welcome back to the Mary Makes Muscles podcast or if you're a new listener Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. I'm excited to have you here It's a saturday morning right now as I record this. It is about 5 30 5 a.m um, I like to wake up early on the weekends and get some work done I wake up around five o'clock in the morning and I start writing. I start creating content I start checking in on my clients I don't message them at five o'clock in the morning i don't think they would appreciate that but i do check in and see how they're doing analyze their previous days and start to think about like what i can do to better help them out i also like to work on some exercise tutorial videos earlier in the morning and get those done and create some new workouts for my clients so that's usually how i spend my time on the weekends Usually the morning is a really productive time of day for me, especially on the weekends. I get so much done before 8 o'clock a.m. on a Saturday or a Sunday, and it really carries me through the entire week, and it makes me feel good for the entire day. So if you are someone who struggles with productivity, I really recommend utilizing the mornings, especially on the weekends before the day gets busy and before other people start to interfere with what you can get done, because you can accomplish a lot in two or three hours if you kind of hunker down and have the time all to yourself and you really focus. Um, Also, some exciting news for me and about my coaching career – Something I want to share is that I have enrolled in the Precision Nutrition Coaching Certification course. I hear this is one of the best ones, if not the very best one out there as far as nutritional coaching goes. So I'm really excited for that, excited for my clients, and excited to have more information to share with you. It's regarded as one of the best in the industry and it came highly recommended by some coaching friends who I really respect. So just looking forward to expanding my knowledge there and being able to better educate people all around and just bring as much value as possible. I'm really excited for this one, so looking forward to all I can learn. And it's been about a year since I've gained any kind of a certification, so I decided it was time to get back to studying, back to learning. You know, I'm already pretty busy, but I make time for what my priorities are. And this is definitely a priority of mine. So I'm looking forward to being able to learn more and share more and just become a better coach overall. That's what I want. You know, that's what I do behind the scenes. Like I put a lot of content out there and everything I share in the, back, in the background, I'm doing a lot of work trying to learn constantly and just get better and improve in every way. So I think that taking this course will really help me to do that. Alrighty, righty, for today's podcast here, let's get into the topic. We are going to discuss how to go out to eat and stay on track with your nutrition, how to eat out and lose weight if you're going out to eat, kind of what to get and how to structure your meals in order to stay on track with your goals. And the first point I have to make here is that Fat loss is more about how much you eat than it is about what you eat. So you can still go out to eat and lose weight. One thing that people tend to think is that, you know, they have to be perfect in order to lose weight. And if they can't be perfect, they might as well not even try. So for example, you're going out to eat and you can't weigh and track your food perfectly. You can't be completely accurate and you can't eat what you usually eat, like what you would have at home. So in your mind, you're like, Well, I can't be perfect, so I might as well not even try. You might as well get some loaded nachos and eat the whole plate and then have a few drinks and dessert because, well, you can't be perfect with your nutrition, so it's totally screwed anyway, so you just give up completely. Well, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to explain in this podcast that it doesn't work that way. You do still have control. That would be like if you went into work and say you have a desk job and your internet's down, so you can't check your emails. You wouldn't just say, well, I'm not going to do any work today. I'm just going to sit here and get paid to do nothing. I mean, you might say that. Some people might say that. Some people probably do say that. But I don't know if this is the best example, but I'll keep going with it. Seriously, you could clean out some filing cabinets or clean out some drawers or make some phone calls or organize your to-do list. There are still things you can do to be productive, even though the situation isn't ideal and that your internet is down. So just like you can still come up with ways to stay on track when you go out to eat, even though things aren't ideal, It's up to you how you respond to the situation. Just because things are a little different doesn't mean that all the rules and all the guidelines go out the window completely because there are ways to still follow them. And this is why I talk a lot about building sustainable habits, not just worrying about calories and macros and not just looking at everything so black and and white. Of course, you know, you do need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You need to look at your calories. But The habits that keep you in that calorie deficit are what matter most and building those habits and doing them consistently because during the times where you can't be in control completely, you fall back on those habits and those times will arise. You're not always going to be cooking your meals at home. There are going to be times you go out to eat. You're going to go to parties. You're going to go to events on your weight loss journey and you need those sustainable habits in place in order to keep you on track So this podcast is more about sustainable habits you can do and implement where you no matter where you are, no matter who you're with, and no matter what you're doing. These strategies will guide your decision making. There are also things I tell my clients, and I'm sharing them with you today because that's why I'm here. I want to help you, and I want to help you navigate real-life situations so that you can stay on track during your weight loss journey. Because you can do an extreme diet or a smoothie cleanse or stay in your house and just eat 1200 calories a day. You might be able to do that for a few weeks, but real life is going to hit and I want you to be prepared for real life. Real life is things like going out to eat and going to parties and just being able to navigate a work luncheon, for example. So let's dive into that right now. And the very first thing that you want to think about when you're going to a social event and don't have complete control over your caloric intake is to utilize the one plate rule. And this can be done at a restaurant. It can be done at a backyard barbecue, at a wedding, no matter what you're doing. And what this means is that everything you eat fits on one plate. Because in order to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit and intake less food than what you are outputting, less energy than what you are outputting. And by eating just one plate, you will automatically limit the number of calories that you're intaking, and that will play a big role in your energy balance. Now, when I say one plate, I mean your appetizer, your meal, and your dessert, snacks, everything. It all fits on one plate, and you're not, I shouldn't have to say this, but you're not stacking your plate like six layers high either. It's one reasonable, nice single layer of food on your plate. And this will impact your calorie intake and calorie intake is the number one driver of fat loss and you are winning if you do this you're taking control and you're making the decision to keep your calories in check when you go out to eat when you utilize this one plate rule and it's something you can always have in your back pocket you can always fall back on it because no matter where you are this is a viable option and it will help you like i said already life's going to happen, and you won't always be in the perfect situation. It's about how you handle it and how you react to it that determines whether you're successful or not. You're the one in control, and when you utilize this one plate rule, you are taking control. And honestly, you could stop right there. If you used this rule every time you went out, you would be in a really good place. You don't have to go much further than this. If you do just that, you're going to be successful but if you want to know how to optimize the strategy and dive a little deeper like i do we're going to get into that right now so stick around and we can talk about we're going to talk right now about um, what that plate should look like so what this plate should look like in order to help you stay on track um, that's the question we're going to address here what should be on this plate Ideally, this plate isn't full of like marshmallows and macaroni and cheese. Uh, That would be interesting, but to keep you better on track, you want to implement healthy habits to help you reach your goals and make this plate ideal for reaching your goals. And there's a certain way that this plate should look in order to do that. Ideally, this plate is at least a palm-sized portion of lean protein, which is usually about a quarter of the plate. So honestly, everyone's palm is a different size. Everyone's hand is a different size, but this works out because someone with a bigger hand, a bigger person probably requires a few more calories and energy than a smaller person. So you can just look down at your palm of your hand and know that that's about how much protein you should be eating. And when you put that on the plate, it will take up about a quarter of the plate. You're not going to have a food scale everywhere you go, but you do have the palm of your hand everywhere you go. So keep this palm-sized portion of protein in your mind. Kind of engrave that in your mind right now that a palm-sized portion of protein will get you about 20 to 30 grams of protein when you eat it. So no matter where you are, you can use this guideline to help you out. Normally, protein, you know, is slightly lower in calories than other foods than like a carbohydrate or a fat, just based on the size of it right there. And unless you're eating like a fatty steak or a handful of almonds, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a lean protein option, like a fish or a chicken or some Greek yogurt or some uh, lean ground beef, something like that. And then you can eat that palm-sized portion of protein knowing that your calories are staying in check. It will also help to fill you up more because it's protein and protein is very filling. So you'll be feeling very good from that section of your plate. You'll be feeling nice and full and you'll know that you have achieved that for fewer calories than a lot of other options out there. And what's next now that you have that quarter size, uh, quarter amount of your plate is filled with protein. Next, you wanna have one to two handfuls of vegetables on that plate so think like two palm-sized portions of vegetables on your plate so now a quarter of your plate is protein and half of the plate is vegetables and if you do those two things right now you have just gained so much control of your calorie intake for that that meal which will promote proper energy balance and really keep you on track in your calorie deficit no matter where you are Doing these first two things will make your plate very advantageous for you. If you're looking to lose body fat, You don't have to know exactly how many calories you're eating all the time you're on the right track if you do this so you can rest assured that you're staying on track with your goals if you utilize these first two options in this one plate rule so you have a high food volume on your plate and you will be full from not intaking a lot of calories so that is what's key here and this will help you to lose weight now there's still another section on your plate and in that third section of your plate that quarter of your plate you wanna have a cupped handful of carbohydrates. And again, we're going back to our hand here, you always have your hand with you. So if you make a cup in your hand, you wanna be able to fill that with the carbohydrates you're eating. And if you can, I would try to make them some form of a slow digesting nutrient dense carb, something like potatoes or rice or quinoa or oatmeal, for example, it can be lentils. So if you can control that, try to make it more of a nutrient dense and slow digesting carb, just because that will help to keep you fuller for fewer calories as well. So now this plate is a quarter protein, half vegetables, and a cupped handful of carbs. And again, your hand is there as your guide. You always have that with you and can help you to stay in control. So this goes back to being consistent and not being perfect because this can work really no matter where you are, whether or not you're able to count calories, whether you count calories or not, you could even you could utilize this strategy every day at home too. And if you're doing these things, You will control your calorie intake and it will help you to lose fat because you're controlling your energy intake, you're staying in a calorie deficit, and you have these habits in place that are helping um, you to do that. So what matters most here, you know, especially when going out to eat, is that you're not saying, well, I can't track anyway, screw it, I'm just going to do whatever – No, you don't want to do that. If you want to be consistent, if you want to lose weight, which I know you do, that's probably why you're listening here today, you should use this guideline. It's very helpful using the one plate rule as your bright line when you go out to eat. You can use it anywhere, anytime, and it will help you to stay on track. And I tell you this because it's true and it's simple, and I want to help you out. I'm not trying to trick you or to complicate things for you. Make that one plate half vegetables, a quarter lean protein, and then the other quarter is a cup full of carbohydrates. And when you do this, you have flexibility with this plate. You can have a meatball, you can have a tortilla, you can have a biscuit. As long as you follow these guidelines and they all fit on one plate, you are building the healthy habits that you need in order to reach your goals. So this will help you to lose weight and it will also help you to keep it off for good because it's a strategy that you can take with you anywhere you go. And a final pro tip here I have about this plate is to eat all the vegetables and all the protein on the plate first before you eat the carbohydrates. This will help to keep you fuller. Carbohydrates are generally a little more savory, not quite as filling, kind of stimulate your appetite a little bit more. So if you start with those proteins and vegetables, it will fill you up, you'll be more satisfied. And then by the time you get to the carbohydrate, you won't be as hungry and you'll be less likely to overeat and be tempted to have seconds so the protein and vegetables ideally should be eaten first because they'll fill you up more and to make doing this more realistic when you go somewhere you have to arrive with a plan and not completely starving so I want to talk to you a little bit more here about how to do that because if you show up say at a restaurant or at a barbecue and there's a ton of food there and you have it eaten all day and you have like no idea what the restaurant has It's going to be a lot more tempting to overeat and it's going to be a lot harder to stick to just one plate. So to make it easier for you to stick to that one plate, I have a couple tips to offer you here today. The first one is that you want to have a protein snack before you go out to eat, right before you head to the restaurant. And to make sure that that day leading up to going out to eat, that you have eaten. So let's say you're going to a dinner at 5 p.m. on a Saturday. Leading up to that, you should have had a protein-packed breakfast that morning and then a lunch consisting of a big portion of vegetables and some lean protein. Then right before you go out, you want to have a protein shake or a Greek yogurt, something that will take your hunger level from a nine or a 10 down to a six or a seven because you don't want to show up at the restaurant with your hunger level high at a nine or a 10 because then you're presented with a ton of options to eat and it's going to be a lot harder to stick to just that one plate and when I say a protein packed breakfast, and a lunch consisting of vegetables and protein. It's because once again, those things will fill you up for fewer calories. You'll feel more satisfied. You won't be as hungry going to the restaurant. So make sure that you're having a breakfast and a lunch and then a protein snack right before you go. This will keep you fuller, like I said, for fewer calories. Since restaurant food tends to be higher in calories than something you would prepare at home, this will help you to control your caloric intake earlier in the day so that you have a few more calories left over for your meal when you can go out to eat and you can enjoy it while still hitting your goals without starving yourself all day leading up for it and therefore showing up at the restaurant super hungry. We don't want that to happen. You want your hunger level to be realistic and reasonable when you show up at the restaurant. So think like a five or a six instead of a nine or a 10. And the very last bit of information I have to say to help you succeed when you go out to eat is to have a plan. So much of a successful weight loss journey comes down to making a plan and sticking to it. So have a plan when you go to that restaurant. I would say that like, 90 to 95% of restaurants currently have their menu available online. Set yourself up for success by looking at that menu before you go. That way you can decide what you're going to have and you'll feel more confident going in. It will take the guesswork out for you and it will immediately remove any uncertainty about what you're going to have. So you can just enjoy your meal and not have to think about what to order when you get there and know that it's working into your nutrition plan. So take five minutes, go online and look at that menu before you go to the restaurant. It will set you up for success and help you to be successful on your weight loss journey, which is what I want for you. And it's why I recorded this podcast today. So thank you for listening to my podcast today. I really hope it helped you out. That's why I make these episodes. I'm sitting here, you know, I'm talking to myself, talking to a white wall at 5.30 in the morning because I want to help you and I want to give you good advice and I want to bring value to my content so that it can help you to reach your goals. And if there is any way I can better help you or if you have any questions about a topic you would like covered or about a topic I have covered, I'll leave my email address in the show notes here. You can send me an email every time. Or if you follow me on Instagram, which I hope you do, send me a DM anytime if you have any questions or comments. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And if you enjoy my podcast, please leave me a five-star rating and review. Go in and kind of click on the five stars and just leave, leave some kind words. That would really help me out a ton. So thank you again for listening today. We'll talk soon and have a great one. Bye.